This week on the reverse stick, it's your time to vote. The FIH World Player of the Year awards are up for grabs. So we're just going to replay what we said last time we were talking about it. Greetings, welcome to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Have we had a technical glitch, Matt? Was that a technical glitch? Just proving we're connected, John. Uh, I'm I'm not sure we can uh, make a decision on that. You know, I'm now I'm checking phones and devices, making sure all audio is down, muted. I've got an idea. We'll, we'll pull those two faders down. That solves that problem. Why? Well, now it won't matter what you play off there. It won't go through the desk. No, that was all, that was out of the speaker on the back of my laptop. That oh, was it? Thing oh. before. Great start. I was still keeping down. What's this? Uh, what are you here for, anyway? Me? Not you. This lot. Whoever, wherever you are, isn't it? What do you come for? Hockey talk. Oh, right, that's... We're talk about hockey. Yeah, that's right. That's, so we're here. What, what? Well, we should be able to cover all the that's bases. Right, by the technical issues there, starting things off, John. Um, just mentioning starting things off, uh, we've got a new listener, Rob McGregor. Um, he's, uh, he's running to the podcast at the moment, so just a little bit of light stretching right now, please, Rob, and we'll update he you. He could already be running. Might be too no, late no, for that. No, no, back, stop. Back you go. No, no, no. You Start said, again. Aim for 33 minutes. We're going to ease you into this session. Okay? So don't get carried away with yourself. Are we going to Update, go like... Updates a, coming for Rob. A, a little bit longer each week Rob's until seen. we get him to the marathon. Get him through a He's marathon. building that, up. He's, he's new to hockey, but he's, it, yeah, there's more to come from Rob and, and from Tansy, a, a question I posed in, in the week on Twitter. Uh, this okay. is show 208 of the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Thanks for one. joining us. My name is Matt Allen. Your name is John... Lee, it sitting is. opposite each other once again, as we do every single week, talking about the game we love, John. That's right, Matt. We still manage to do it every single week, don't we? Every week? Yeah, it's incredible. And both of us are still in the same relationship when we started this no, no. program. I love you too. Yes. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, folks. Let's crack on. We've got plenty to talk about. News. <laughs> okay, um, news. Um, no rules, we'll get to that later. Results, Matt. Results. <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, uh, Jun- Junior, Junior, Pam, 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 and Pam. I used to know her, Pam, Pan Pan Am. Pan Am. Pan Am. They're not planes, they're hockey players. The Junior Pan American Championship 2021 for men and women going on in Santiago. That'd be a nice place to be, chilly. Wouldn't you like to go there? A bit chilly here tonight, mate. <laughs> it is a bit chilly. Six degrees, I reckon. Really? Yeah. Oh, freezing. Not quite, but. Okay, it's an under-22 competition, we should point out. Uh, And let's have a look. Yeah, because of the rejig with the Junior World Cup coming up, and of course these are qualifiers for entry to the Junior World Cup Yes, uh, at the end of the year. Now... End of the year? Start next year. End of the year. In um, one hour from now, the seventh place game will take place between Trinidad and Tobago and Brazil... And in five hours from now, Argentina will play Canada in one semi-final, and semi-final two will be Chile versus the USA. Argentina topped Pool A, and it was Chile who topped Pool B with Canada second, Mexico third, Brazil fourth. I'm not sure why Mexico aren't figuring in one of those finals games, because they finished in the middle. Uh, Argentina top Pool A, as I said, United States second, and Trinidad and Tobago third. Argentina scored a few goals. Um, others struggled to score goals in Pool A, in Pool B. Uh, Chile, oh, just as effective on the scoreboard as Argentina, so perhaps that might be the big grand final matchup when we get to it on no, it won't Saturday. Be. No, it won't be. Why? Because I think we've had more results coming there. Have we not uh, got a Uruguay versus Canada final? This is the men. Ah, sorry. No, men, you're right. Semi-finals today. Yes. Yeah. Coming up in just hours. Uh, so if you're can find the streams or anything, get hold of that and have a look. Now, onto the women's side of things, Matt. Maybe that's what you're looking at. Uh, uh, to be honest, I was looking at Junior World Cup South Africa, December the 5th to the 16th for oh. the women. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get back to the uh, Junior Pan Ams for the women this time around. Um, and in, let's have a look where are we up to. Um, 
fifth and sixth place match between Argentina and Trinidad and Tobago has taken place already. And that was an 11-0 win to uh, Argentina. Semi-final two between Uruguay and the USA. One by Uruguay, one nil. Um, what a fantastic result that is. And Canada and Chile played the other semi-final, and that was Canada getting over the top of the Chileans, one nil. So those two one nil results. So those top two now, I believe, they then qualify for the Junior World Cup. So well, as Canada South and Africa. Uruguay are playing in the final. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to take place to. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Canada and Uruguay. Exactly. One day tomorrow, and Chile and the USA play for third and fourth place. I think Argentina would be relatively disappointed with that. Now I don't know if there was problems with the women's Argentina team oh, or the men's Argentina right. team yeah. as to which ones made it out and what, what replacements happened. Um, we did mention last week about the USA uh, team. Congratulations to the Uruguay, USA, just USA men. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the USA <laughs> men flew back to the states and went back to Dallas and then back again with some negative tests. Oh, okay. Uh, so they were as planned as a as a group. Oh, we'll have to spend some time talking about what all of this COVID stuff's going to mean in the future. Because things are going to change in sports slightly, aren't they? Well, be, anyway, particularly for sports that rely on jumping on planes to go and play. That that's going to be yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's the Junior Pan American stuff. Um, congratulations to all those teams that end up winning it. And well yeah, well, that's a, yeah, no. So, and but, for putting up with what you had to put up with, that's for sure. But top two in both the men's and the women's go through to their respective Junior uh, World Cups. Guess what coming we've got up coming soon? up? Guess what we've got coming up on the sixth of October? Pro League men. 16th of October, Pro League women, sorry, Pro League women on the 6th of October, Pro League men get underway on the 16th of October. Are you excited, Matt? I'm going to keep asking you every week how excited you are. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited, John. And of course, you mentioned the uh, Junior World Cups. Uh, the men's is happening in Guwahati in India, 24th of November, 5th of December. Guwahati? Guwahati. And the Women's Junior World Cup happening from the 5th to the 16th in Pochisfrum in South Africa. Poch. 5th to 16th of December. Yeah. Did I get Pochisfrum? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think you just say Poch. So, like, colloquially, Poch Poch is cool. Everyone knows it's Poch. No, just Poch. Just Poch. But I think Pochisfrum. Strum. It's pretty good. Okay. Give us some other accents. Oh, no, you know that's not my strong suit. Uh, okay, that's about it. That's from my results. We went through the Euro Championship stuff last week. Yeah. Um, any other results? No, we finished our games last week. We haven't played since, have we, since we last recorded? No, we haven't. No. I'll be playing tomorrow. I didn't mention last week. I did... Are you playing this weekend at all, Matt? No, I'm not, unfortunately. No, my no. season's done. Oh, no, I might play next week for... One of the 40s teams have got some kind of strange combination. Are you, like, are you going to be able to squeeze your way into a, a finals-bound team that way? No, um, no, a bit upset. My mate Yorma, yeah. back from Japan, just come and play with me. Comes back and plays in my 300th. Come and have your yeah, yeah. Just stay here for the rest of the season, man, the last five, five, <gasps> Don't or, tell five me. or six games. What? Going to the over 40s. No, no, no. Oh. No, he's got, he's got the call-up to go and play in the uh, Divi 8 team. Final this weekend is number sixteen. Not you, not me. Oh, I mean, I I didn't really expect it because I'm not not quite there as I thought I might be on the fairest and best. Um, I was a gazumped right at the death, and not enough people voted for me as a goalkeeper. Really, in the final game. But I did I did drag myself in that game. Yeah, so you, you know, get that's, on set of four. Yeah, I know. I just, <laughs> If I didn't, I it was just too much to do that. It was just too much to... Um, he left you run too late. It was that umpire not hearing I, you scream at him, was it? It was, That's because but, he was desensitised by that stage uh, of the game, mate. He's a dead he, he just had been hearing it so long. It's like a white noise yeah, in the background. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe it worked against me then. Um, but no, I did contemplate how quickly can I get this gear off and get on the field. Um, so maybe that's a challenge for the future. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. A good challenge. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Let's talk awards, Matt. Sure. Let's talk awards. It is the FIH uh, 
Hockey Star yeah. Awards. Oh, I was going to say, I can announce I am not the fairest and best for our uh, Division 9 side oh, yeah. this season. Still a chance for me. Yeah. I might be up there. Could be. Tend not to poll very many votes, just quite. Well, no, but look, what I find is because I obviously see the votes from players every week, and what what a lot of people don't understand is that it's all well and good to support some of the, um, let's say, less developed players in the team to get better and reward yeah, yeah, their yeah, endeavour yeah, yeah. and improvement, and you do that by giving them a pat on the back after the game not and say, what a, "What a fantastic game!" Not votes. Because they're the opposite. Our they, team operates differently. No, but they don't see the result of those votes. They don't, they, they, they don't see those votes. Yeah, it was an amazing game. But maybe not the best player on the field or the fairest and best player on the field for any given game. But there are a lot of votes given in encouragement which make absolutely no, absolutely no difference whatsoever because that person will not find out that anybody else has voted for them. See, I find I'm a victim of expectation. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah. it's just expected I'm going to play well. Yeah. The only time anybody ever says yeah, anything no, is when they go, no, you're right. well, it's exactly, you, no, but you that's had a the bad opposite. game today, mate, didn't you? That's like, oh, the thanks for that. <laughs> that's the opposite of what I've just said there. That's it. Yeah. You're expected to play well because yeah. you play well every game, so there's nothing out of, out of the ordinary. No, that's right. It's, hey, how was Joe today? I'd have to score best. a hat-trick and save one on the line. I fairest, <laughs> fairest and best. So fairest, that means don't chat to the umpires and get carded, John. Uh, and don't get caught on video doing it either. I didn't get carded. I know, just that little chat afterwards. I don't know, I don't think that's particularly fair on the umpires. Anyway. <laughs> um, and best. Best on ground. But yeah. I don't think you can get a fairest and best votes. And for those that don't know, in Australia we have a fairest and best system where after the game everybody attributes three votes to their top three players, the Best player. Which is gets nothing three like votes. the FIH Star Award system, well, which we'll, we'll talk about we'll shortly. The best player gets, gets three votes, second best two votes, third best one vote. Team That's votes. Your, team, so the whole team votes, they all get a little bit of paper well, out, they write down the it. three, two, one, and we put it into a pot. There may, may be some more advanced electronic versions that people use, but I enjoy capturing the votes there and then, because you find that sometimes as well, if people have too long to think about it, they just know, don't they do they it. They just don't do it. No. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> We tried it electronically one year. It was the year I won. Hey, there we go. It was the year I won. 16 votes to the whole year. No, I was... Total. I was getting, like, yeah. I I was winning, like, it was taken on who got voted best player in each match and then the most best player, blah, blah, blah. Like, three guys were voting. Yeah. (laughs) And I was one of them. (laughs) Yeah, you can't vote for yourself, though. No, they they couldn't. No. Did you all vote for each other, though? No, 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 no. Anyway, what was they're, the, what was the point? For me. What, what was the point? Anyway, there's accumulation through the season of those votes. But I don't think if you are the best player on the field and you get a red card that you should get any votes. No, you should. Because it's the fairest and best, isn't it? So there oh, has to be some kind of link up five towards... for a start. You can't give votes to a bloke that's just got up to 50 votes. Fine. Mm. What about a yellow card? 20. No, but what's no, okay? No, but what's uh, your feeling on somebody getting votes for um, you fairest to, and best with with a with a green card? You want to play a bloody good game? Get, well, okay, so there's a balancing you know, act here, is it? With Always a, there is. So, a, so a green card. Oh, you can pick up a green card for. All right, green card, shit game. Get a green card and you you let it, you. Well, you're not you, going to be in the votes anyway if you play a shit game, are you? No, it's a good point. Yeah. Come on, sense, mate. All right. You know, you, you've got a long way to go with your academy if that's the sort of idea you're going up with. Oh, well, you know, I don't like to get involved too much in the, in, you know, in the voting side of things and, you know, just, I like democracy. Well, to, now, let's to, talk to about, <laughs> let's talk about the Hockey Stars Award, shall we? The best player as a judged by the panel of? Uh, I believe, okay. uh, Roger, do our, Roger uh, Hoffman, uh, Chair of the FIH Athletes Committee, I think. Okay. Um, and Sarah Juggins, FIH Media, and I think Adam Commons as yeah, I think he's I don't know, maybe he's a high, perform- high performance director of Belgium and former uh, hockey ruse mm. coach. Uh, and do, 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 uh, Maureen Ross. Do, 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 uh, 
from the FIH. In okay. Case board. Someone. Look, anyway, it's not important who they are. From Trinidad Tobago, sorry, is, yeah, names on the tip you know, of my tongue. It, it, there is a, 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 an awards board, if you'd like it, and they're the ones that pick it, essentially. I'm not sure how they decide on short lists or anything like that or how it works. No one really understands, I don't think. But anyway, maybe each nation is asked to nominate some people and then they go through that list and wipe it out from there. So let's go. Firstly, what do you think of individual awards? Because I know there's been some talk from people, some people don't like individual awards no. in sport. I think it's bloody good if it's done right. Yeah, I, I, I quite like them, yet yeah, particularly if it's done right. Um, I think this is a very funny year to be... Exactly. Yeah, and to have any annual awards. Um, and we were talking before the show, and is it something that's... Isn't an Olympics award because there's not a lot of hockey has well, been seen. They could have called it the Hockey Star, uh, the Olympic Stars Awards. Maybe, maybe there's some branding issue involved yeah, yeah, there. You yeah, never know. But the oh, sorry. Have, have you been listening to uh, the at Reverse uh, Olympics uh, Stick podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a, the Olympic Reverse Stick podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's fine, isn't it? We can use that. Can we? Olympic. Okay, yeah, well, they, they, maybe they can't. Who knows? But anyway, they've, they've come up with a list, and as we said... They've come up with a well, list. They, they have. The, the Best Player Award for the men. The nominations are Aaron Zalewski, Tim yeah, Brand, okay, so and got Jake a... Wetton from Australia, Alexander Hendricks and Arthur Van Doren, Arthur Van Doren from Belgium, and Harman Preet Singh from India. They are the men's nominations. For the women, it's Augustina... Ogozalani from Argentina, Augustina Albertario from yeah. Argentina, Gujarat Kool Gurgit. from India, Gurgit, Eva de Good from the Netherlands, Frederica <laughs> Matler, and Maria Vachur from the Netherlands. What? Mate, it's really tiny writing on your screen, and it's like I can see you leaning right in. You can, like, just, you can increase your tech size. Yeah, okay. Hey, there we go. Now, Best Goalkeeper Award for the men. Andrew Charter from Australia. Vincent Van Ash from Belgium. And P.R. Srijesh from India. The women, Belen Suchi from Argentina. Maddie Hinch from Great Britain slash England. Because of all those England, England games. And yeah. they had the Euros. They had the Euros. Savita from India. So we did have the Euros as, yeah. as well to... To judge and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get to it. The Rising Star um, nominations for the men: Vivek Prasad from India, Mustafa Kasim from Republic of South Africa, and Sean Finlay from New Zealand. On the women's side of things, Valentina Raposo from Argentina, Fiona Crackles from Great Britain slash England, and Shamita Devi from India. Shamila. The best coach for the men. Colin Batch, Australia. Shane McLeod, Belgium. Graham Reed, India. For the women, Mark Hagar from Great Britain. Shord Marana from India. Alison yeah. Annan from the Netherlands. From Australia. So it looked very Australia heavy. Australia, Very heavy um, Anzac. Very heavy Anzac One, presence two, there. One, two, three, four, five out of six nominations. Yeah. How many of them are still in the, jo- in the same job now? Um, One, two... One. Three. Who's not? Shane's gone. Sheard's gone. Oh. And Horrible's gone. Oh, that's Shane's gone, has he? Yeah. Did I miss that? Back to New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh, okay. Well, look, well done. This is not about the athletes. Well done to all the athletes who have been nominated. They don't pick themselves. Congratulations to all of them and the coaches, of course. Um, quick quick plug. Shane, Shane's up on a uh, hockey site via Studio Hockey um, ask me anything about Tokyo thing coming up soon. Keep an eye out for that. Sorry, yeah. John. Um, uh, some notes that we usually make at this time of the year, Matt, when these awards come around. Um, Vivek Prasad, uh, very good hockey player. Um, not, yeah, just a very good hockey player. Nothing against him as a player or. This is, I'm saying, what am I trying to say? Okay. Nothing no, about all right, him. All right. Okay, so, but this no, 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 no. So are you going to bag him now? Yeah. Okay. Not him. Not no, him. No. Congrat- this comes from a Hockey India tweet. Congratulations to our young and dynamic midfielder, Vivek Sagar Prasad, on being nominated for the FIH Hockey Stars Awards under the category Rising Star of the Year Men for the second time in his career. 
Now we've spoken about this before. Yeah. We've seen um, who was it? Arthur Van Doren, uh, Arthur da- uh, rising star, rising star, star, and best player in the world. Yeah, yeah. So in the same year that he won the best player in the world, and the year after he won the rising star, he was nominated again for a rising star award. Yeah. yeah I, there should be some rule that if you've been nominated once. You're acknowledged as a rising star, and you're not allowed to be nominated yeah. again. And you weren't the best rising star that year, but you were one of the nominees yeah. for a rising star. That's pretty and impressive. And now, once you've... I would have thought that that starts to put you into the star. You've got to go to the next level now. Yeah. You've already risen. You're rising. We've acknowledged that. We don't need to acknowledge it again. Are we? Should we do our own awards? No. We, should we do our own best, <laughs> no. best defender? Oh, oh, you'd like that. We best. don't. We don't watch enough international hockey. Well, we could start, John. We we could make it up. What you mean, like the fiscally responsible father? <laughs> exactly like that. Exactly like that. And it's not about Brassard. Well done. You've been nominated. As I said, you don't nominate yourself. But the idea that, as we've said, time and again, that someone can be nominated twice for a rising star is ludicrous. Just silly. Now let's get back to the uh, the votes here. What else did you notice about this? I mean, I know one of the hard things is is the lack of hockey that's been played. I'm surprised Colin Batch got a nod in the men's because he's coached six games in the Olympic Games in the last 18 months and took the number one ranked uh, side in the world into the Olympics and finished second yeah. and took them to number number two. Two, yeah. Well, which has been pretty harsh on Colin. Uh, we, yeah, I get that. It is, but it, I mean, just saying. Um, you know, Shane McLeod had a bit more exposure. Graham Reid had practically no exposure apart from the Olympic Games, uh, but, didn't he? In the last eight uh, no, 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 well, no. They, they, they had a bit no, of pro league and to, that was no, it. and they got to Europe. Uh, they, oh, played, they had to play Germany. Yeah, but they, they, they but were, there was some practice. I don't they were practice games yeah, yeah. and stuff like that because of the ship. But they, yeah. they had, all of them had very limited Because of the ship. Access. Uh, Sean Mariner as well had, although he would be my pick for the, based on the Olympic Games. That's why it would have been nice if maybe for this one time around, it would, these are Olympic stars. This is, you know... Because well, everybody, well, everybody, nominated, everybody nominated played at the Olympics. Well, why There's not, no one coming from outside of Why the not Mark, Mark Hager, though? I mean, he took a, a gold medal-winning medal side to a bronze medal-winning side. <laughs> and then as soon as it finished, he's buggered off back to New, Ze- well, New Zealand. Yeah, so they've, they've essentially gone with Apologies the... Apologies um, to our Kiwi listeners and Gavin Otago. India's the Shord's the only one who didn't win a medal. Yes, you know you're right. In yeah, the yeah. coaches, yeah. so who, yeah. who, who? Well, that's did... well, that's what finished fourth. So that's that's rewarding mediocrity, isn't it? Well, who finished second? Argentina. Well, where's where's Carlos? Where's Carlos then? Imagine, imagine, coaching both both the men's and a women's team and not making it into the top three. <laughs> <laughs> But he's, they've gone silver, bronze, gold for the men. And they're, yeah, no, we're not putting Carlos in there. Sean! <laughs> I still reckon his performance, Sean's performance, though, just based on the Olympic Games is worthy. But yeah, still, you'd feel stiff, wouldn't you? But, um, then, but then going back to what you were saying about um, people not wanting to reward you with their votes because you've set a standard, you could say the same again uh, um, with Alison Allen as well. Well, look, you're yeah, expected to win medal. it. Yeah, but you're expected to win it. It's like, show us something new. Well. Huh? Yeah, but, like, win, uh, win 15 nil. There's, there's always going to be that. Come argument. off the bench yourself and score a hat trick. And we're not, we're, we're not the only sport that has this argument about the, you know, coach of the year type issues. And, you know, in some sports and in some leagues or whatever, it'll just go to the coach of the winning team. However, that league yeah, decided. Yeah. In, and there's always a lot of debate about whether that's act- they're actually the best coach or whether it should go to someone who's taken a team from 18th to 4th. Are they a better coach? And, you know, you're always going to get those arguments. I think in an Olympic year, you should probably just give it to the coach of the gold medal winning side. I, I, once every four years, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe but that's for World Cup as yeah, well. Yeah, but that's not that's an Olympic thing, not an FIH. So thing, maybe make it once every four years, the, the team that wins the World Cup, their coach just wins the coach of the year. Mm. Does that take a lot? Well, make it just simpler. I didn't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because it's yeah. and it's it, it's all about the panel and it's all about the opinions of the panel well, and we, and the you know the knowledge and it's, uh, but it's yeah, we said, it, we it's opinion. Some, it's opinion. Yeah, we need to do some more digging around how they actually come up with the list they come up with. And granted, this was a very particularly difficult 
uh, list to come up with. I must admit, I'm a bit surprised about sorry, the players. A, very A head heavy in the men's. Uh, yeah, Aaron, I'm, Alexander, and Arthur. Well, I'm surprised Tim Brand and Jake Wetton are both in the list. Quite frankly, I am. Tim Brand had a great breakthrough, a debut Olympics. Yeah. Um, fantastic through the group stages. Absolutely lightning. Um, best player in the world? Not yet. I don't think. You know, I wouldn't have said in the top had, five or six. We've had some. We've had some pretty big name best players in the world out of out of Australia, and certainly those in the in the nominations. I don't think Tim's quite there, but certainly on his way there. I, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I thought. No, no, let's not pick. Let's not pick apart no, who we, who be, we think should be, be about, on there yeah, and shouldn't yeah, be yeah. on there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a matter it's, of conjecture. It's, it's but it does look subjective. a bit heavy on the Australia side of things. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? it interesting. Is. Three Aussies, t- two Belgians. And, uh, yeah, Harmon Preet for India. Now, it's of course public vote and you can get on and vote. You can only vote once, John, because you have to give them your email address. Um, it's okay. If you've got 12 email addresses, you can vote 12 times if you're that dedicated. Well, one of the things we've always complained or whinged about is it's a social media competition in some way. It's a, yes, a, yeah, a yeah, bit yeah, of a yeah, popularity yeah. competition. And very much like the International Field Hockey Podcast Awards were. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. But what, what I'm more getting at is I think, I don't think we do enough of a job in celebrating our best athletes like this. I mean, you look at No, so the like, concept, the concept is great. It's, it's about yeah, how, well, how we ex- and execute it. And it? like, we don't have a Ballon d'Or. We, we have nothing that every year they, they have a big, sit down, nosh up, and they present people with awards from all over the globe. We don't, have a, we don't have a ceremony or anything. Remember the last couple of years we've had the awards just announced on social media, essentially. And mm. I think we've got to make more of celebrating our best athletes. Yeah, but we'll also, use that. Every... No, but we'll also use that as an opportunity to take the piss out of the production. And <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. The they've got to, they've got to, we've just got to be better about the things we do. And I don't think we've ever celebrated our athletes well enough. And maybe it's every two years they... they Put on a get together, and all the nominees are flown to wherever, and they can sit down with their missus and or their partner or whatever, and have a have a dinner. And <laughs> what are they going to have? Show some clips. They're going to duck a la orange. Or it depends whether it's in Paris or not. Okay. Uh, it could could be bangers and mash if it's held at Bishop Zaffy. Okay, and you know damn well it's going to be a corma because it's going <laughs> to be out the ladder. Out the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate them a little bit more. We ask a lot of our athletes in this sport um, for very little reward in comparison to other athletes who are put in the same level of commitment to what they do. And it'd be nice if we could do that for them. i tell you how who puts in levels of commitment. Our technical officials. I saw uh, uh, Tammy Stanley back on home turf at the Nest last night after her... Two and a bit weeks of quarantine after returning from Tokyo and okay. being part of the FIH team there. There's been a hell of a lot of commitment from volunteers doing some pretty high-level things for the for the FIH. So it was good to see Tammy back, and hopefully everybody is back to normal. Alfred and our other yeah. tech friends, techie friends. Hopefully they are. Now, how should we vote for the? How should the best how we vote? Play, how we? Well, not how we. Are we doing it? Are we doing it? Are we doing what, a TRS a, vote now? Live? No. What? What? What's the best way to to decide who the best players are? Is the only real option having some popular vote like this on social, you know, through social media channels, or are there there are other ways that we could come up with who's going to be? The I think like is going to happen in the next international field hockey podcast awards. There's going to be a panel to to a judge and to decide on some things, and then there'll be some. Popularity, public vote on others. Congratulations, Taya. I mean, he's won it already, hasn't he? Yeah, wow. Yeah. There's that many social media accounts. Yeah, it's incredible. Almost as many as we've got. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Um, get on, vote in the Hockey Stars Award, the FIH Hockey Stars Award. Where, you can where, find where, it. Yeah, where can you do that, John? Uh, if you go to fih.ch, you'll find a link on the home page that takes you directly, if you click on that link, to the um, page where you can vote. And 
clicking. Oh, there's next. next. We didn't click next. No, you have to select people first. Oh. And then, so and there we go. Email, confirmation. Email. That's what I said. You've seen 12 different emails. You've got you, my you, email you, and you've you responded. <laughs> Close that window. How, where else are we going? You've been, you've been tracked already. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, they're um, listening. You can also find the links to that on the FIH social media accounts, John. When I say really, so, yeah, when I say social media, so you know this thing called the internet. Yeah, I've heard of. Well, it. there are lots of different uh, websites and apps on there that people use to tell their stories, like oh. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, mm. all these sort of things. We also, as the reverse sticker, are involved in the social media yeah. world, so we're on all those platforms. You can just follow us at the reverse stick. Do it. Don't. Net. No, no. Oh, no, just no. Just add the reverse stick. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can email us, Matt or John, at the reverse stick on that if you want to share something intimate. Okay. Um, what have you got on your list? Oh, I've got lots of things on my list, John. Uh, let's roll through them. Well, let's, let's start with um, a debut international appearance from oh, really? a, a TRS. Wait a sec. We've got to put up the... Uh, oh, I've already put it, yeah. Oh, from, okay. a, from a TRS... World Eleven um, member because we haven't done uh, 2019 and we've well, done bugger we all since. We first international cap. Yeah, we? that's right. Uh, and we have been beautifully accredited as a, a sponsor of this uh, uh, international oh, debutant, yes. uh, Mr. Rob Baggy Bagshaw Barrand. And well, we've got a little clip of audio here, John. You might like oh, this. Let's have a listen. It's a back foot hack to some degree. Rob Barron getting the ball across from that right-hand side. What, is that the back foot, hack? And then in the end, just crash ball in. Huh? Those of you on the crash what? ball count, you enjoy that. As commentators start talking about ball smashed into Zergle, how many times can we say crash ball? Well, I reckon that's your first of the ball. It's a first. Hang on, let's just play this first little bit again, though. Back foot, back foot. hack to some degree. Back foot hack to some degree. Rob Barron getting, getting the ball right across. So he's used a back foot hack to some degree to get the ball. Good on well, you, Baggy. He's that, giving it a whack from the back. That, that the, is the, part of your coaching handbook. Isn't the reverse it? The back stick. foot hack. The back foot hack. Whack, hack. Yeah. Is that, that's just the reverse. It's just the reverse uh, the proper, hack. proper reverse stick. Lay reverse stick. Le. 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 Stick to the reverse stick. Oh, it could be. We're, we're both pretty f- feminine. <laughs> Moving on. Well done, Rob. Congratulations. Congrats. Have a great time, mate. No, he's, he's done and dusted now. Oh. It seems like a fantastic festival of hockey there at the Nottingham Hockey Centre. Would have been. Um, I actually put, well, what day are we now? Thursday, at the no, last night at the club, um, I set the YouTube up on the big screen via the, Chrome, yeah. via the Chromecast and played the four-hour um, Masters games that were on the, oh, the YouTube excellent. channel there and that was playing through our club rooms all last night. People going somebody came up and said, How old are those blokes there? And, oh, and you said microphone gone away. What, what we doing? It's all right. Keep going. Um, how old are those I said, Oh maybe over sixty fives those ones that are playing, but fantastic. You know, it was very recent, um great streaming and Mr Simon Mason on comms there for a lot of the games as well. Every club should have a television with some hockey streaming, if possible, shouldn't it? I reckon. I reckon. It doesn't matter what it is. No. It could be anything. Just yeah. put hockey on the screen. Yeah. If you want to put other stuff like soccer or football, buy another television. Yeah, put it down the other end of the room. Yeah. Close to the pitch. hockey clubs. Yeah. I'm pretty no, I'm sure soccer big, and football a big advocate for that. doesn't need our money. Anyway. Full, a, full agreement. Just rant there. Uh, big shout out to... Um, uh, club stalwart, oh, yes. uh, Daz, Daz McCormick, who's playing his 400th Premier League game in the Hockey WA Premier League, whatever it's been called over the years. Jeez, he's probably gone through about 15 sponsors over the, <laughs> I don't know, maybe 10 over the, the years that he's been playing. Super bloke, super bloke for hockey. And uh, yeah, congrats, last game of the what season for the top grade here before finals. Our boys aren't in it, unfortunately. No. But he might go around one more time. Well, he did. A, there was a bit of a spread in the mm. local newspaper That's today. Right. A very big photo of Daryl in action and a lovely little article in which he did suggest he will go around again. Didn't, didn't he say, well, you know, I still see myself as being one of the top players in the group. Oh. Or was that Devo that said that about him? About Daryl? Yeah. Or about himself? 
<laughs> no, he's a very modest. I had a lovely chat with Dazza last night. I can't, I can't get to the game, so I apologise. In that article, he did say, I'm fit, I'm enjoying it, I'm still keen to do it, so why wouldn't I keep doing it? You're a long yeah, time retired. That's so right, yeah. yeah. I, I think he, he may squeeze another one out. Um, and you know what? I think the lovely Kate um, is likes the idea. You know what? I don't, she's not one of those... People that's sitting around waiting for him to retire, it's if you know super, what I mean. Super fit for it. And funny, um, I was leaving, uh, picking up a beer delivery for the club rooms this afternoon, just pulling out onto the road, pulling in at the same time. I've got this bloke put his head out the window and go, hey! And it was Waska. He used to play ones with Dazza when we won the premiership back oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. 2006. And, uh, hey mate, how you going? Blah, blah, blah. And said, I'll oh, see you tomorrow. I'll be there at Dazza's game. And I was like, oh, I won't bloody be there for it. But, There'll be a big crowd. There There'll be a big be. crowd to go and support could, that. Unfortunately, I won't be able to be there because we're playing at the same time. Oh, well, okay. Well, let's move on to that then. Well, why are we talking about that? Because it's, well, you know, the grass is always greener. Or the, 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 the sky is always oh, blur. Yeah. It's finals yeah. time. Finals time. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Bring it on. Ready to go. Okay. All right. We'll move on from that's that. That's all I need to say, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's fine. You, I know you get a little bit nervous with it. Um What's there to be nervous about, Matt? We're playing the same team we did play last so we week men- at the same venue. We mentioned, lost three nil. We mentioned nothing to worry about. We mentioned before the route to the Junior World Cup from the Pan Ams mm-hmm. um, being completed at the moment. Yep. Um, we've still got to see the Oceana Junior Championship appear <laughs> at some point. To work out who the qualifiers are now, I know in Asia because they couldn't hold the tournaments, they just decided, you know, amongst themselves who the ones would would be that would go to the Junior World Cup. Um, no word that I've seen yet on the on the lovely new Oceana Hockey website. Shout out, it? it looks very nice. Um, a little bit light on content at the moment. It's obviously been launched this year, but it's it's um, a big improvement on what what was available there before. Um, but yeah, is there going to be a, a, a Oceania Junior Championship? Are Australia and New Zealand going to get a golden ticket to go straight through to the December and what were the dates? Oh, late November, um, early you know, December. Not far away now. Or will we see no representation at all from Australia or New Zealand? Does that then open the door to Hockey Five team from Papua New Guinea or just <laughs> Oh, well, you know, there's a lot of COVID problems in many parts of Australia at the moment. We're pretty lucky here. We're still going about our business normally, but large swathes of the country are not. And how, yeah. it, it was, it, outbound travel is restricted. Do, you know, ju- the, do junior World Cup players warrant uh, a sporting visa to, to leave? In, in, in some ways, the centralised program being here in Perth is, is, Worked out for Hockey Australia during this COVID period of time. General, you'd, you'd have to say it, it's worked in their favour. Certainly, with getting the athletes in and out of the country and back to, to Perth and things like that. Um, you now, that's not a reason to keep it here. That's just say it's happened. In the, this is the happenstance. It's been easy for them. But those people were already together in a vast, uh, the vast majority of them when the first rush of COVID hit. And so, um, it was, it was a lot easier to keep that group together. Whereas what we're talking about, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Australian National Junior World Cup squad is not all in Perth at the moment. No. And they're spread out across the country. So will there not be a presence? I don't know. It'll be exactly how that presence is, what, who it's made up of and, and how it's going to compete and where it's going to compete. You might find that they're, 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 one of the options is only taking players from, say, Queensland, WA and South Australia or something like that because people in Sydney are going to be classified differently or yeah. they're going to have to go to a camp beforehand. You'd think maybe they've got to give up the idea of having a training camp. Who knows how it's going to work out that way. Yeah, yeah. A lot of legs to go on that one, I would think. Also, some clashes in Africa. Um, or certainly with uh, African teams that are being are involved in the Indoor World Cup and potentially Africa Cup of Nations as well. That's um, being hosted in Ghana, uh, both men's and women's, at the end of January, and then the Indoor World Cup just due to start sort of two days later in 
Belgium. Um, I saw some, some stuff out of South Africa that there are obviously a lot of dual game internationals. Um, you wouldn't want to have to pick and choose between the two, would you, really? I guess you'd choose the World Cup. You'd think. Yeah, but then what's on the line on Africa Cup of Nations and what influence can you have on your nation to secure World Cup status? We didn't mention last week um, when we were talking about the the Euro uh, Divi 2, Divi 3 winners. Yep. Um, Top two go up. Yes, you know, but beyond that, the the bigger call was that they they could then be involved in the European qualifiers for the World Cups. Okay. So there is an extra tournament happening twenty uh, first to the twenty fourth of October, um, which sees the bottom three teams from the main Euro Championships play off against the top four of top five from. Um, Championship two in Yesno and Prague, respectively, for the men and women. So eight teams playing in a tournament. Yeah, so France, Russia, Wales, Scotland, two pools of four. Scotland, Austria, Ireland, Poland, and Italy for the men, and Ireland, Italy, Scotland, Belarus, France, Poland, Wales, and Russia for the women. So Fair you enough. know, just another cog in the wheel, yeah, but and, but but a way in for those Championship two sides to challenge um, outside of just having the pure promotion relegation between the two levels. Um, just opens it up, keep, keeps it interesting, doesn't it, John? Keeps it does, it, it does, man. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, anything else that's yeah, interesting? Yeah, I've got something else interesting. I liked a post that I saw from East Grinstead Hockey Club, um, the other day and it was a you know it's kind of a bit of a campaign that they've got that's in 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 england they've got a uh, bit of a campaign for trying to get people to come and join the club and the lead into the new season there and what struck me was a uh, graphic uh, with hockey is my stress release so i read on on uh, alongside the tweet hockey's my stress release at the weekend it gives me a reason to keep fit and Mostly, it's a great excuse to socialise with a beer or two afterwards. Char, ladies, twos. Come join the EGHC family. And I liked it because I think it's important that we tell these stories that we also tell to our friends and people that maybe we want to come along and, and try the game and, and share some of the positivity that, that we have. So I popped out a, a retweet with what's your why? Tansy responded, staying active, and then beer emoji, keeping fit, two beer emojis, keeping beer fit, three beer emojis, helping to run my local club um, at CTVHC on the social. So it's still there for future generations of hockey players and maybe on club dinner night, some rum. Oh. We know he likes the Kraken, don't we? Yeah, yeah. He does like the Kraken. Um, and, oh, jeez. Oh, Rob, slow it down. Slow it down now. Going a bit too hard there. You've still got another 20 minutes to go. Has he? Well, I hope he started. He can't, can't still be, be warming up. And if you're still warming up, better get, better get a lick on. Off you go. Off up the road. That's Rob McGregor. Rob did say something about what's his why. I can't find it. He's had too many mentions tonight already anyway. Okay, move on. Tick. Uh, Tick. Oh, no. So, yeah, so the um, East Grinstead campaign. So hockey is my stress release. I like that. I'll take you through some of the other... Uh, Graphics here. The wins, the losses, the fun, the laughter, the celebrations, the competition, the pride, the post-match beers, the socials, the memories, the lifelong friends. Come join. Okay, lovely. That's isn't it? very nice. It is. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not in the on mindset of that right now, Matt. I've got a final tomorrow. I yeah. play hockey to yeah. win. Yeah. Got to have. Final, well, that's the finals, ups. Finals that, mindset. That's the ups. Finals it's mindset. the ups and the win. socials. Are you going to have Nothing any, else matters, mate. Any any pregame routine tomorrow? Anything different out of the order? Um, picnic and a um, an energy drink. Picnic. Yeah, picnic. You know, bar. Picnic, a chocolate bar. bar. Chocolate bar. Yeah. Chocolate bar and one of those small energy drink things, two fifty mils or whatever they are, two eighty. You know those branded like wings things, those little drinks. You can say Red Bull. No. What? We're not paying us to say it. 
Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Felix Denoy, that gives him wings, doesn't it? Maddie Hinch, yeah, her wings well, too. That's where I got the idea. Anna Flanner, wait, not anymore, but. Wings. Wings. I don't actually drink Red Bull though. What do you do? Ones. You bathe in it? No, it's one of Is the it other splash ones. splash into your face? No. It's the victory sign. I think it's one of their funny flavours. I don't know. Guara, Guarana, uh, no. Raspberry V. It's, it's some fruity v, stuff. V, 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 v. Any, uh, Mother, Monster. No. We no, love no, them all. No. We love them all. All the energy drinks. But a picnic too. Give it to Go us. Have the picnic. Via the IV. Come on. Quick. Let's get ready for the game. Quick dart when I get there. But, um, helps you through the game. And stretch. I do stretch. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, it's very important. Jog 20 metres and then have a stretch. Um, there was sad news of a fire um, at uh, the uh, hockey facility in Pratera in Vienna, in Austria, on the 13th of June. Uh, this, is, this comes from the FIH website on the news. A lot of good news on there at the moment, John. You can go to fih.ch forward slash news to get some of the news from the FIH. Um, I first saw this story in the hockey paper, um, but then I went to the source, back to the FIH page to get it the, kind of the right right way around. Okay. Without it being a story and being rewritten as the from the media release thing, you know. Okay. When a fire ripped through the National Hockey Facility at Pratera in the Austrian capital, Vienna, on the 13th of June, the large hockey community that made the stadium their home was left with nowhere to train and play. Smoke from the fire could be seen from miles around, and it took eight hours to get the blaze under control. The massive fire required 17 fire engines and 70 firefighters to finally make the area safe. The structural damage was immense, but fortunately, everyone in the building escaped unscathed. One employee had to be rescued by a fire crew. For the hockey organisation, the fire destroyed documents, furniture and computers, as well as expensive specialist equipment and team uniforms. The immediate impact was the cancellation of all hockey events at the stadium, uh, including the men's semi-final for the Austrian club's championships. Uh, In the long run, the club's 100-year anniversary is due to take place next year, so the future of events marking that occasion were also under threat. However, help from a neighbouring national association proved itself at hand. The Polish Hockey Federation, very kind, we've got one of their banners up on the wall there, John, is the recent recipient of the FIH Pablo Negre Award for the Development of Hockey. And on this occasion, the PZHT, that's the Polish Hockey Federation, decided that the money could be put to best use if they donated it to the Austrian Hockey Federation to go towards the rebuilding of their facility. Well, first and foremost, that's lovely, isn't it, John? Uh, it's fantastic. I mean, it's sad news about him, especially at such a crucial time for the club, you'd think. The, the magnificent gesture has received praise from people across the international hockey community. General Secretary to Polish Hockey, uh, Peter Wilskonski, Wilkonski, explained why his organisation had stepped in so promptly and with such generosity. We have a... So do I do the accent? What? We no. have... No, OK. We have... We have <clears throat> we have a close sporting and personal relationship with the Austrian Federation. Often our teams play test matches. In addition, the coach of the senior national team of Austria is Polish and the coach of our senior national team is the coach of the leading club in Austria on a daily basis. Many of our players play in the Austrian League. The evening before this tragic event... Here we go, John. The evening before this tragic event I met in Amsterdam with the president of the Austrian Federation, Walter Kapunek. And we talked about the joint Erasmus Plus Sport application and about the Uh, Hockey 5 competition. Are you suspecting sabotage? When several hours after our meeting, I received a message and... I received a message and a photo from Vienna. The first thing I did was to talk to the members of our board, and after accepting my proposal to transfer funds from the award we received from FIH, I called and passed this information to Walter. You're not reading an Agatha Christie book. 
I mean, it all seems a bit <laughs> sus to me, mate. You, you reckon? Huh? Hockey fives meeting in Amsterdam. Boom! Trans- goes the... Transfer of funds. Photographs from Vienna. Strange calls in the middle of the night. And arson. And arson. Hmm. A very, you reckon there's something there, do you? A very peculiar hockey problem, John. This could be a match mystery file. Just, just say, could, oh, it could be an actual match mystery file. file. You've got to obviously dig deeper into this apparent scandal. It's an offshoot podcast. I've wanted to get into crime, crime? true crime podcasts for a long time. Yeah. And they're just this not happening entry. enough in hockey. We're just too nice. It's a pity. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Not much else, have we? Oh, yeah, I've got loads. We've got the, well, we've got the Australian Hockey Fire. Um, yeah, we've got that one there. Uh, Harpre Lambert's got oh, a yeah. new YouTube channel, sports-related, but some good hockey ones to kick things off on there. Go and search Harpre on Sport, I think it's called, something like that. Doing some great work. Do follow hashtag Field Hockey Podcast and keep up to date with all of those new Field Hockey Podcasts that are coming out weekly. Uh, All the time. Uh, who's keeping up with us at the moment? Um, Half Court Press on a bit of a uh, bit, bit quiet there at the moment. Talk Hockey Radio still waiting for the latest one. Um, keep keep on uh, Hockey the podcast keeps on keeping on for Tyron and Raider Media. And then and there's a new Hockey FIH one. Hockey Pod ten. Number ten, ten. Number ten is on. Is that the Tokyo one? Is yes. that fresh or is that no? That's fresh, isn't it? But you can, so you can get that on the watch.hockey app and on Spotify, uh, whereas all the other ones you can find wherever you find podcasts. podcasts. I did a little bit of research the other day. I say research. I clicked on a link on something on, on Twitter. Research. And there are quite a few people that actually click on the direct audio link off Twitter and on Facebook and listen to the show that way. Really? Yeah. Oh, hello. So it's worth put, it's worth putting the link because they don't they don't necessarily subscribe on the uh, to any podcast. Click on, the... click on the link and have a listen. So if you're one of those people, maybe doing it for the first time, hello, welcome to TRS hashtag GlowHopo, keeping it real since 2016. So now, now it could be actually listened to by anybody in the general public accidentally rather accidentally, than accidentally, yeah, just yeah, just hockey, yeah, your, ch- your child could have accidentally sort of slammed a, a finger down on your on your. On Facebook your phone, on your Facebook page or something, yeah. It's and out we come. Unlucky. Um, big shout out to fixture administrators wherever you are in the world. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. I'm, I'm not going to go heavily into this, John. Those out there that know how hard it is to earn any kind of revenue or um, garner any kind of serious interest to go and watch uh, games on mass as clubs supporting your top grade teams, that sort of thing. Um, and I know this is something in the UK, um, the likes of Elliot down in the southwest Taunton area, they want to see Friday night games to try and get more interest and have more people along to watch. My big thing here, particularly at our club, but locally, is having a fair distribution of games across days and home and away fixtures to make your sports club a viable proposition rather than being open one week, close the next, open for one game. Some kind of consistency that... Look, well, fixture admins, have... I want you to take have a real, a real hard look at what's best for the game and what's best for your clubs in making your decisions on how you uh, fix your games and, and align fixtures through through the general season, but also at finals time as well, because it's a, it's a huge opportunity for clubs to earn some revenue and put on a real good show. But unless you make it worth those the while of those clubs to to be able to make it happen, it's just a damn squib. And the finals are a bit of a fiasco this year, aren't they? Yeah, as I far so. as fixturing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've, oh, there's, a, there's a mix of stuff. So on. traditionally in Australia, you've, your top four will play off in finals. So your top side at the end of the regular season wins your minor premiership. And then you'll see a playoff um, between the top two sides and uh, the third and fourth side. The third and fourth side, the loser drops out. The loser of the first versus second game goes into a, a preliminary final against the, the winner of the third versus fourth game. And then we lead into a, a grand final. final. But, and that's the, the way. This year we've got teams that just the top two 
are finishing because there's been an overload of fixtures through the year because of some kind of crazy grading system earlier on in the season. This is all that, nothing to do with COVID, essentially. No, 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 all no. All those, all. we've no, lost no, 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 one, one round one, of One round, which has been made up. Yeah, for, yeah. easily made yeah. up. Um, so you've got just top two playing. Then in another scenario, you've got one versus three, two versus four playing off and then straight into a grand final. And then you've got the traditional, and and then you've also got like some of the juniors and others that no grand final at all. Yeah, and we've got in our grade, particular grade, we have a buy between the preliminary final and the grand final. So in this case, it'll mean the the winner of the one versus two team game will go so, straight to the grand final. Well, they'll have two weeks off then, will they? They won't play for two weeks. Yeah. It'll be three weeks before they play again. Yeah. Um. Which is not ideal at that time of the year, but it just doesn't make any sense. Well, no, but there's Masters hockey, which is continuing for another two weeks. There's junior hockey goes for another three weeks. For my not all Masters hockey. Some, no, 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 some, some finished last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some just particular grades here. And, and you imagine, crazy. but trying to keep people engaged to come and volunteer at the club to do a bar shift, to do a kitchen shift, to yeah. do things that well for for some people that's it. My season's done. I'm finished. Look, out of here. See you next year. <laughs> sort of, you know. There are a lot of people that don't want to do summer hockey. They just maybe they play yeah. cricket. Maybe they just the summer they do things with whatever the family. Else. They go sailing, whatever it might be. It's, yeah, they're not quite as committed as some of us. But it, it has been a bit of a fight this year with the fixturing. Yeah, and it's it's well, you know, it's, see, it's part of the core thing that they should be doing. That we we have no, a problem I, with no, our our. our no, no, well, let's not get personal with it. Let's. You want to leave it there? No, no, I don't, yeah, I don't think we can really. No, I wasn't going to get no, personal. No, 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 no. It was all about sort of core yeah. business stuff. What I hear though is there's um, a new whiz bank um, uh, fixturing. Oh, fi- out, don't say algorithm. Machine, oh. um, which is um, going to sort because of, yeah, no more no more paper fixturing. This is uh, it's going to get automated from next year. Yeah, well, it's not now. Not no. no. You're kidding me. Still paper-based, effectively. Well, not very effectively, as the case may be. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Oh, I've got an idea. I'll talk to you about that later. Now, just go hard for the next five now, please, Rob. Pump it out. Got to get your elbows up, champ. Come on. Yep. Let's get on. Knees up. Keep him going. Uh, I think that's that's it. I think it's my very small little um, piece of paper. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck tomorrow. I was going to mention something about the rules committee. Oh, yeah. But I'm not sure I want to. No? No, I I think I might save it. Not really in the mood for it, to be honest. What I'd be interested to know is of all the different committees that you can jump on, apart from like direct player representatives, are there any other CEOs of uh, national associations on FIH committees? Right. I can't be asked to look through, but if you wouldn't mind at home, have a little look and get FIH.ch, go to know, it, our teams or something like that, you get you there eventually. Do you, um, would you think to be on the rules committee, part of the requirements or there would be an understanding that you might actually umpire have played well rules doesn't necessarily just mean what's going on in the field though does it isn't it about isn't it about everything else that goes around or is that a separate kind of governance committee I would think it would be a governance committee wouldn't it FH rules Rules. committee I would have to read it oh that sounds like that sounds like research doesn't it yeah we, we need to get the intern onto it apparently he's just too busy writing obnoxious emails to you? Not to me, no. Oh. To very high up people in the game. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. it's right up the intern's alley, I would think. Not always appreciated either, I would think. But, uh, you know, it's easier to the ask for forgiveness than it is for permission, John. That's true. That is very true. Take care, folks. Enjoy your hockey week. We'll be back next week, and hopefully it will be six alive. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your mates. Listen. Listen to these folks.
Hey, um, I've got a merchandise idea. Uh-huh. A tribute album. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because you're, you're pretty cool with the, the tunes. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty cool with the tunes. Know, We're okay. working on one at the moment. It's the, it's the, no, I'm not going to give it away because there's a big release coming soon. I was, sure. was going to, yeah, I was going to. But it, 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 it involves, um, should I give you a line? No, I don't know if I should. Okay. Can I tell you about my idea? It's a game for you. It's a game for oh, me. God. It's a game for everybody. You'll see. It's hockey. Anyway, yeah, go on. Wow, MC Matt. Yeah, MCMA. Back in the MCMA. house again. Yeah, I'm looking, thinking about a comeback. 